Brothers and sisters, we continue with our reflections on St. Peter Julian Ahmad. Yesterday we spoke about how he particularly looks at the Eucharist as a model um, for the Christian virtues. So not only in the gospel, but what we see in the gospel is somehow alive right before us now in, in the Eucharist. Um, those same virtues that Christ lived in his life uh, uh, witness to us. Um, by the way the Lord is present and by what the Lord does, you could say, in the Eucharist, just the way he is, the, the, the means by which he's chosen to appear to us in such a humble, simple form. Yesterday I mentioned the whole idea of the virtue of humility, that the Lord is there showing us what it means to be humble. The Lord, you know, doesn't come on any grand appearances, any big pomp and ceremony in himself. You know, we as humans may to, to give, to show our humility towards the Eucharist and to express the dignity of Christ in the Eucharist, we celebrate him with, with awesome awe and reverence and wonder. But Jesus himself in the Eucharist is as unassuming as ever. And so, you know, even you could say he shows us how we should dress even, you know, that uh, there should be a moderation in, in how we dress, you know, uh, uh, a, a simplicity and a beauty that is not over the top, that draws people to towards me and my ego, you know, um, that, that, that's just an example. So there's so much we could meditate on if you really think about it. Um, it the Lord, humility, you know, a humble person is um, draws people to themselves. The humble people do not scare people away you know, by by a big ego, by a outlandish kind of personality that that um, intimidates, uh, wants to strike fear in the other person. A humble person is someone who one feels very comfortable with and, and can open one's heart with. And we see the Lord showing that to us in the Eucharist. He's so humble. He's so, uh, looks like bread, but is, we know it's him because of the holy sacrifice of the mass and the consecration. And so he humbles himself even smaller than the baby Jesus in, 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 than when he was the infant Jesus, we, we have something even more fragile, um, something more, more humble, yet a humbler state, you could say in one sense. And uh, this is so that we won't be afraid so that we can approach Christ, that we can pour out our love to him, that we can open our heart to him. He veils his glory, as I've said so many times, because we couldn't, withstand the true risen glory of Christ uh, as he sits at the right hand of the Father. We couldn't survive it just um, with our human nature. Such a fright of power, even though it's powerful love, would, would actually kill us. And uh, we have a sense of this already in life when we see terrible, frightful things that we can almost stop our hearts. So, you know, humility. Another virtue that we can think about, obviously, is, is, is the long patience of Christ. Um, that, that is witness to us, so it makes us think about how easily available and ready he is to others. You know, he's there in, in the tabernacle, day and night. Um, this, this, he, this, this witness that, that he's constantly available to others with, with, and that shows great patience to be, to be able to listen to people's problems and at length to, to, to be so open and willing that anybody could come to you. And, and take your time. You know, this this is shows and needs and requires great patience. Um, patience is the word from the Latin to suffer. 
Sapatio, it's a suffering. Patience is a suffering out of some difficulty in one sense. So the Lord in that sense shows us or witnesses to us, calls us to that patience is at the heart of the Christian life. Um, a very important part, especially when we have to deal with some suffering or some cross in our life, that while we wait for the Lord to heal it or lift it, or, you know, his wisdom may just allow us to carry it, um, that we need great patience. You know, the Eucharist witnesses to us about about the immense love of Christ, his his total gift of himself, that the Lord has given himself utterly, totally, completely to us in the Eucharist. When we receive him in Holy Communion and even in Eucharistic Adoration, he's totally and entirely present and he gives of himself. His very being there is giving himself to us. And so we must do this first for the Lord and for God, that we must give ourselves completely to God and, and, and ask God. Um, as St. Catherine of Siena once said, um, someone who was bound in addictions and problems and felt like their heart was so way far from God and lost their freedom in terms of their compulsiveness. You know, God the Father said, they still have freedom to ask me to free them. And so we we can ask the Lord to, to give us the, the power and the ability to give ourselves in love as he does in the Eucharist. And in the same way, as I said earlier on, the, the way that Christ is just totally available to us listening, and that's great love. We can learn from Christ in the Eucharist how he's so present that we too could be a living host in the world, be present to others, listening to others, you know, giving ourselves to others in love, giving them our time. Um, you know, we could go on and on about, about the different things we study. We could study even the poverty of Christ in the Eucharist and the poverty of life that we should have as well.